Welcome to The Magic of Coffee. I'm your host, Alex, and across from me, as always, I have Jordan here. We are a podcast about Magic the Gathering, nerd culture, and of course, coffee. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome black. I'm sorry. The way to start off our season finale. We had a good run. That'll lead straight into our season premiere next week. So, update, because we have a lot of kids, because this is super late on my behalf. Yeah. I kind of like fucking got the fuck out of Dodge and then just secluded myself from everyone. That's fine. But the the van's done-ish. I have to do t- a couple of other things, like rip off the fucking top. But, you know, other than that, it's good. And then dreads. I'm trying to think of, like, since the last episode to now, what all happened. Um, not much. Like, like in the realm of my life, not much happened. I, I think we talked about it last time. They started a new job, and that's been hectic. Ooh, mythic wild card. <laughs> Sorry, I'm flipping back. Uh, so a big thing that did happen that we didn't get a chance to talk about, um, is Magic came out, Arena came out on iOS. On iOS. And um, I don't like it. Well, I do not like it at all. But that's, you know, neither here or there. So There's a certain rant that I've been ranting about before we started recording that we'll, we'll take care of. But there's one thing that I had a problem with when it came to um, iOS Arena. And I figured out how to do it. Um, it's the full control. You know, um, I figured out how to do it on Arena um, or on, a, on the mobile version mm-hmm. um other than that i mean it's fine the algorithms really i don't even know if it's the algorithm but for some reason my deck is just is very not good anymore even though it like actually ran properly and it runs pretty well in casual but god forbid i'm playing you know like sit down headphones not paying attention to anything else just playing magic you know dialing in and for some reason, my deck never goes online, even though for the past fucking months, I've, it's been, it's been playing like butter. Now it's just playing like I fucking burnt a grilled cheese sandwich and yeah. shoved it up my ass. All right. Just to get it out of the way, because this is pissing me off. I'm opening Strixhaven packs right now because I had like 7,000 gold. Um, I don't mm. like that they take a card away from you. What do you mean? You have the cool art now that sits on the the left side. So in your top little section, you have... So when you open a Strixhaven pack, you have your rare in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then to the left of it is the stupid, like... Oh, yeah. They took a card away from me. Look, I ain't made of money, all right? Yeah, and you don't seem like a person that would use a duress. No. I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit about revitalize. Gross. Blade historian, get out of here, Boros. Sorry, continue. Well, I, yeah. So I mean, like, where do I mean where to fucking begin about fucking Magic: The Gathering? I remember the beginning, the first episode. You were like, "I'm not going to complain about Magic." Now it's like, "Okay, I will." Magic: The Gathering has been pissing me the fuck off, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know season finale time. Um, it it's time. 
It's time to fucking lay out the beans. All right, wizards, saddle up. I'm about to rip you a new asshole. I, man, even with Death Touch, which was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed playing it, it's just it's I run I've run into the same problems that I always do, you know, and it's just like I'm getting fucked with on my land. It's like. The little tips, it's like, hey, run 23 lands, run 24 lands, you know, and I run the appropriate amount of lands and I'm getting fucked on land drops or I'm getting too many lands. It's like, hey, where's my fucking win con at? Right. And it's like if and, and we were talking about it a little bit earlier is it I'm I don't want to play arena where I'm having to work around the algorithm and have a stupid fucking card draw deck. Right. Just to be able to make sure. Yeah, I have everything on the board, and I think you know Onmoth was running rampant. It it deserved to be banned, right? True, sure. But it worked really good in arena because you had so much fucking card draw. <laughs> you had so much ramp too. Yeah, I you know, and it's just like, you know what? Another thing as well. So this is so these are things that are not facts, but have been tested enough fucking times that. Everyone's like, this is pretty much true. Because like when you get on Reddit, you're just like, everyone's like, the algorithm isn't coming after you or whatever. It's like, it's not just coming after me. The algorithm is coming after everyone. If you run 23 lands, the odds of you being mana logged or mana fucked is much higher than 24 to 22. And I could be wrong about that as far as like the number, but there is a specific number of lands that you put into your deck in the digital arena and it'll it'll you're set up for sabotage you're set up to fail and then if you keep your opening hand you will either depending on how many lands you have in your opening hand you'll either be mana dry or mana logged those are the two things because it was tested like a thousand some odd times mm -hmm. and so that's why even though i have a perfect opening seven i will always drop to six and always drop to five the problem is now is for some reason i'm not sure when it started it's I think it started when iOS Arena released, but for some reason my deck is not running well at all. And that could be because I can't I'm not sure how to handle the new decks that are released, but it's also like one of those things of like if I have three lands, I'm just kind of waiting for a land, even though like it's just my my deck and myself, even though it's never done this and I've never changed anything but it's like my deck and myself are fighting against each other. And then as soon as we stop fighting, then we can fight the opponent. Like that's what it feels like. And dude, I've been in platinum four to platinum three for the past week, maybe even week and a half, because for some reason my deck is arguing with me and it's like, there's no synergy, even though there is because it's Sultai ultimatum. And I'm not sure what the fuck is going on with arena, but it's fucking annoying the shit out of me. And yeah. I just, I'm going to just play fucking red deck wins. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's I, arena is actively for me. It feels I I feel like arena is actively working against high like complicated decks. Decks like I don't think they want Yorian decks to be in the meta, right? Which is I'm not. Yeah, I mean. I'm not sure if they're like purposely doing it. I think they're under the radar just working an algorithm that is not necessarily designed to um 
that's not designed to just to like make people fail, but I think that's there so that it has the the this, the algorithm has the opportunity to do so, but they're not doing it intentionally. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they will never come out and be like, you know. Um, yeah, because it's like, yeah, like sorry, like we, we purposely we put a passive algorithm bug in there so that, you know, not everyone goes to fucking mythic all at once. You know, like if you're going to go, you know, out of your way to do that, I'd you know, instead of doing that, maybe maybe make a separate like. In arena, there is like a like an FNM. Like there are events that I participate in because it's much easier to do that than to fucking deal with all the random bullshit or the people that like try to time out win or fucking you know other random shit like that. I'm facing meta decks, and we're just going from there. But I think if they were to do that on the reg, like have events much more regularly than they do now. Like we've talked about it several times, just actually host an FMN, right? They, they do, on, like on like a legitimate, you know, you can move up and get professional. Because right now the issue is is the pro league is just like the same twenty people it has been for like the last three or four years. Well, it's so it's all based on your DCI and yeah. the and the FNMs. Like there are events, and those go towards your DCI. The problem is with digital arena or digital Magic the Gathering, is until you reach Mythic and then from there do the events, I have a cloudy uh, knowledge of this, but none of that really affects your DCI, so you don't get put into any kind of qualifier. But then whenever you the qualifiers start coming around, as long as your DCI is up, you can go into the qualifiers, and if you go first weekend, you go flawless, second weekend, flawless, third weekend, you go to the Mythic Championship. But you're also playing against the pros that have been in the business for... I mean, hell, there's that one guy, Seth... I can't even remember his name. I think it was Seth. One of the pro league players that are currently playing in Standard right now has been playing in Standard since fucking 93 when the game released. Yeah, you know, it's it's that, you know, and it's it's like, why should I this is damn choose... Good yes, it's very good to try to get to mythic if it has no benefit to me as a player and the attention wizards gives me right yeah because there's the guy it's like big twitch stream guy and he's not a pro you know magic Ooh. player but he's like been in mythic you know been mythic number one like a million times or whatever at this yeah. point you know and he just makes random decks and gets to mythic one and it's just like then why should I care? So I think the biggest thing that we... I mean, because we do have the road to Mythic. Um, and I I do actually enjoy doing that. So like the the road to Mythic, I'm not doing road to Mythic to, um, to try to get noticed by Wizards. Because, I mean, as much as I love this game, Hasbro, you can go fuck yourself for, for until you fix your all these fucking problems. Yeah. But... I mean, and obviously when I say that, obviously they're, when they do notice me, they're not going to fucking bat an eye, but oh, I don't really give a fuck. Anyways, but like, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm still very salty. Um, oh, I'm doing it just for content. And then like when people want to watch me play magic and be a fucking idiot, then like that's what they get to do. And then if I hit mythic, I hit mythic. But one thing that I um, want to start doing regularly 
is sorry. I'm trying to find You're it. Fine. But see, check this out. There's the um, the traditional standard event. Obviously, I would be doing that, and you wouldn't be. But there's this standard event, and then tomorrow there will be an F and M. Like there's events in here. The problem is, is obviously because they're events, they cost. Which realistically, the standard events are not that, um, are not that bad. The one thing that I like, the one thing that I like about the events, sorry, I knocked my mic, um, is your deck is locked. You can't change it. That is good. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. You know, if it's just, why is ranked there if it doesn't mean anything? You know, outside of the rewards you get. But it's like I could do all of that in like normal play because the rewards yeah. are just the battle pass. I mean, you can still get you. Your battle pass can still be obtained with casual. No, I'm saying it's like there's no point. You know, and this is the dilemma I have with arena is it's like there's no point for me to play ranked when most of the rewards are just coming from the battle pass anyway. Right. Oh, I agree. So why not just do casual play? you know, get all my stupid dailies done or whatever, you know, and then, you know, move on. I I do it's, casual when I just want to fuck around, but yeah. I do I do get what you're saying for sure. But here's the reason why I do ranked, and I loved ranked. But before we get into that, like, it's the same concept, like, why do ranked? It's also like, why have the fucking mastery tree? It's just for skins. Last I checked, most of us don't really give a fuck about the skins. Like, Especially... I like, in arena like the borderless one they're worthless yeah. yeah the ones that are in our in our binders sure those are sick but these are like i don't use any of them i use the new ones that just released because they look cool but i don't use any of the borderless i use the lands but i paid for those yeah it's just i'm in a really weird spot with the, like i love the game i love the core magic the gathering card game what i don't like is what wizards is doing you know to that I have to do to play the game because there's not a lot of weight even in ranked anymore for me. You know, it's hard. It's getting hard for me to care about it, you know, where I'm just like, you know, I love the game and I love the cards and I really like, like the learn mechanic, which we'll get into with Strixhaven. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, I'm just like, <sighs> why? Sorry. I slapped my mic now too. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird. And I could just be like, well, it's, it's getting one, to a point where it where I'm just like, nah. well, I mean, it's 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 one thing to like, cool, we hit diamond, and then we were like proud of it, and then but like there was at one point in time when we first started playing arena, it was like, cool, we hit platinum, like fuck yeah, yeah, and then we just kept hitting fucking platinum, and now we're like, all right, well, let's get to diamond, and now it's like road to mythic because it's like I don't personally I want to get to mythic just because we have that content that says road to mythic, yeah, but I really don't care to do it. Realistically, what I'm probably going to do is continue to try to get to Mythic and release content like that. But I'm also, once I hit Diamond and I have a solidified deck that doesn't fuck me, um, I'm going to just start playing events. Because events is what, what impacts your DCI. And I want, I don't want to go pro, but I also would, would not mind like being on some form of a leaderboard. No, I agree. Um, you know, and I think it would be cool to have our names on there. But it's just like, I guess I'll just have to start doing events. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's much more rewarding because like, oh fuck, I can't, I'm so not used to having a mobile version of this because like, if you go to like, here, let's go. So 
So traditional do, standard event, yeah. Yeah, so traditional standard event, you go in, and so it's either 190 gold or just 1,000, uh, or uh, 190 gems or 1,000 gold, and you can't, if you lose twice, you know, you're out. Um, but you play with a sideboard, and then you just do five wins, and then if you do five wins, you get a fuckload of shit and a fuckload of cards. Yeah, with the best of one, it's three losses, you're out. 95 gems, 500 gold, and um, it's seven wins, it looks yeah. like. And granted, this doesn't look like, this doesn't really sell you a lot, but it's still an event. Now, tomorrow is the FNM event, and that gives you, like, packs, and I believe that also gives you gems. Yeah. But you're facing, you know, you're pretty much dealing Actual, with... Actual, real players, not thrills. You know, that are yeah. just like, I'm going to use shrines. Yeah. So. And that's another thing with casual is I uh, another thing, to, a reason why I like playing ranked is because I like the challenge. Now, granted, I've been frustrated because my deck doesn't fucking go online yeah. literally ever. But um, before when it actually was a decent deck and not this, uh, it was nice to, you know, I found rogues and I'm like, fuck. Because if I, if I get, if I run into rogues in, in casual, I'll just concede. Yeah, there's no point. There's no point. I'm not going to lose any kind of ranking going, you know. Like, if I concede in, in casual, I'm not going to go back to Platinum 4 when I was at Platinum 1, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. It's just... Uh, I I hear you and I understand. I mean, you get more experience points um, for your battle pass in ranked. Um, and, of course, you get the status. But... I mean, we're not here to, I mean, we're here to do a podcast and play magic and have fun, not have a fucking status. Like, well, I hit yeah, music, I so did everyone fucking else. Yeah, I know. And it's fine, you know, and I think, I don't know. I'm excited for Strixhaven. I'm excited for the meta to, 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 to shift up a little bit. And I yeah. think a lot of it is just due to rotation fatigue I'm at right now is just... um. Death Touch is really good. I really like it. It's just, it's not meta, right? It's slow. It's a little too slow. And if the algorithm is just like, sorry, boy, you're not going to, you're not going to get Finn, then I'm yeah. just like, mm, okay. I mean, yeah. It's and that's why I have a tutor in there and I need, and we're going to, and I, I switched it up for Grim Tutor, but it's just like, still, you know, that's one extra step, you know, I have to take just to, and it's like, bro, I'm running four of them, and you're giving me every single goddamn forest I have in this deck, right? <laughs> like, I get it. Statistically, I am more likely to pull a forest, right? You know, if that's how your algorithm works, cool. But I don't know. It's just annoying. I seriously think that if I can convince you to play Naya, you would have a blast. Yeah, no, I believe it. And I'm probably I'm going to give it a week see where the Naya decks are. I mean, because we're always going to have adventures until it rotates out. We're always going to have rogues until that rotates out. I mean, we're gonna, the meta is not going to change by a long shot, but I think there might be more decks coming in because of the amount of power that you have. Because imagine like the is it cards that I was showing you when we before we started recording, and then you put fucking the gold dragon thing in there. Bada boom. You got a fucking bunch of treasures and it's yeah like that's going to skyrocket and i'm going to be very annoyed 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to wait as well. I'm still playing magic. Like I played a bunch today and it's, it's, it's fine. I'm, I haven't changed my deck. I haven't put any other cards in it strictly because I don't really know what to put in there yet. Yeah. Like I want the, I want on professor Onyx to be in the deck, but I'm not sure if it'll work with synergy and, and hell, I don't even, if the algorithm is going to act like this, I don't even know if I want to play Sultai ultimatum anymore because it's, it's like. Cool, I can I can top deck all of my win cons when they're supposed to be in the fucking deck. It's like, should I just go back to Jeskai fucking Luca just so I can get a fucking Dream Traveler turn five? Just because like it's it's like at least I fucking don't have to wait. I can just fucking kill something and then get my win con out versus yeah. the bullshit that we're dealing with now. <laughs> I miss Uro. <laughs> yeah, I miss Armoth. Yeah, it was easier times. Even like even when I was facing on Moth Adventures, like I was still having fun. And like realistically when my deck works, even if I'm losing, I'm still having fun. But I don't know what it is. I've been getting so fucking frustrated at at arena lately. It's like it's like dude, like you are you just like finding who's prospering like a little the little guys and then it's just like okay, we need to we need to pretty much shadow ban that. Make sure yeah, the deck doesn't run it's correctly. Just, I don't understand. And, I, and then a big part of it is for me was on Moth in particular and wasting a lot of money and cards getting that deck up and running and then like two weeks later just being like... So, you know, and it's just... I am I am genuinely, you know, impressed with people that can just banning after banning after banning just be like... Oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, we did we did get that's the one thing that I like about Arena versus like physical cards is they'll they reimburse you with wild cards. They do, you know, and I'm not, you know, thankfully that's nice, but it's like I still spent $100 getting Onmoth on board to get the wild cards I yeah. needed. You know, um I feel you there. And it's just Let's check out I don't know. I'm just Uh, all right. That's enough complaining, <laughs> I guess. I mean, because I saw a card I like, and <laughs> I want to talk about it. Oh yeah, we so, need to we need to actually talk about the set. Yeah, Strixhaven <laughs> just came out on yep. Arena. Um, it comes out next week officially in paper, and then um, but it's it's a good set. Um, it, there's um. Because it's based around like the five schools or whatever. I think it's five schools, and um, I think it's technically like yeah, the five guilds. Close to it, yeah. And then um, you know, <laughs> during the uh, spoiler cast, uh, Jimmy Wong called whatever the red white school is. Mm -hmm. He called it Boros, and they bleeped it out, <laughs> and they went. It's 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 not that it's whatever the school is. <laughs> it's like no, dude, it's Boros. <laughs> like I get it, cool. You're trying to like make a cool thing happen, but um, I mean, when whenever I see a Boros deck, I'm like, there better be another color coming in, or I'm about yeah, to win. Um, there, it's a card. It's pretty cool. It is four, either black or green mana, and it's the. Demigoth Titan. Whenever Demigoth Titan attacks or blocks, sacrifice a creature. 
It's an 11-10. Yeah, I said that already. I told you that. Yeah, it's a four drop. Yeah, dude. That's exciting. I mean, as long as you have a way to produce tokens or or something, dude, yeah, 11-10, God forbid it has, you put trample on the... God forbid you put fucking Embercleave. Woo! Uh, Harness Infinity. One colorless, three black, three green. Exchange your hand in graveyard. Exile Harness Infinity. That one's cool. I love that one. I really want to run that one only because of rogues. That would be so <laughs> sick. <laughs> be like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but there wasn't, there haven't, there's not any big death touch boys uh, um, in this set. Which is upsetting. There's a lot of like Tudor Mill, which I yeah. quite enjoy. I quite enjoy for EDH, but this is a big EDH deck or set as well. Uh, I, and they're like getting their own set, which is odd. I've been watched looking at the spoilers, not not and not like religiously, but there's a couple cards that I'm like, fuck, okay, I might have to get me some of that. But the, I mean, I don't really. Hell, Maggie still has my fucking EDH cards, so I'm like, I don't really need to look into it but there are some overpowered stuff coming i mean the the exponential growth we talked about that two blue xx until end of turn double target uh creatures power x times mm-hmm. oh wait you know what i just thought about x times huh so x gonna give it to you i miss yeah. him I want to. I'm curious about something. Let's just say we got a three-three on the board, you know, and you do it eight times. Three times eight is twenty-four. Th- so it's well, it's so it's double target. So three-three. So it's two blue, two green. So it would be six. So three times. So I'm still trying to figure this. Because technically it would be three. Mm-hmm. So three times three would be nine. Still a lot, especially if you have a fuckload of land. So, I mean, even if like, fuck, that's a lot of math. I got to play it in arena first. <laughs> yeah. It's worded very oddly to be like, uh, okay. Isn't there a, I swear to God, hold on. I, I remembered something. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to be pissed if it's as, if this is true. Is there a white counter? I don't know if it came out in the set. I really hope not. Uh, Mage Hunter's Onslaught. Two colorless, two black. Destroy target creature or Planeswalker. Whenever a creature blocks this turn, its controller loses one life. I love that card. Very good card. A four drop also. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fuck you, Ugin. I mean... Realistically, if that was at instant speed, I would 100% run it because uh, Blood Chiefs, Blood Chiefs, whatever the fuck, that's still. It's still better. It's better only because like it could be a one drop for like smaller creatures, but it can be because it costs four. Mm-hmm. It can be better. Uh, and then there's the other one that uh, that is destroy target. Cre- Wait, no, I don't think that's no, that's just destroy target creature. Never mind. Never mind. There's one that I really like. Um, Oh, it's the uh, Body of Research. Uh, three green, three blue. Mm-hmm. Create a zero, zero green and blue 
fractal creature token. Put X plus one plus one counters where X is the number of cards in your library. Yorian. Yeah, I know. It's fucking 60-60. Heard that. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, whether, I think the campus cards, all of them are like this, where it's add whatever color. It comes in tapped, mm-hmm. add you know whatever color, and then you get to scry one on top of it. Yeah. Oof. Scrylands are coming back. And a little weird, but... I mean, we already have Scrylands. They're, I mean, a instant speed. Not instant, but... Did you... Oh, you 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 just looked up fracture, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of this. This one's kind of under the radar. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I kind of I kind of want to run it. Um, this reminds me of the uh, the Uro decks uh, Eureka moment. Two colorless, one green, one blue. Draw two cards. You may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Really like that one at instant speed. But I'm not sure if it's going to be fast enough because it costs four. Rest rebirth. One black, one green. Choose target creature. When that creature dies this turn, uh, it's an instant. Uh, sorry. Choose target creature. When that creature dies this turn, search your library for a creature card with lesser mana value. Put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. I hate that. Ooh, we have a mana tutor. Or whatever it's called. I mean, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, Fracture. Yeah, I just saw that. Very good. I'm just looking at black cards realistically at the moment let's check out green i've been looking at multicolor because i'm just yeah. enjoying it i'm i'm also on just magic gatherings website so it's kind of harder oh, to look yeah. up uh, i'm on <coughs> i'm on Wiz. i'm on arena mm. just looking up the cards there let's see what old red got i'm pretty sure there's going to be some bullshit in that I could run a uh, life gain deck. I swear to God, don't you ever fucking say that to me again. Bookworm. <laughs> it's an eight drop. Seven colorless, one green. Trample. When Bookworm enters the battlefield, you gain three life, draw a card. Uh, you can <laughs> tap two colorless, one green, put Bookworm from your graveyard into the library, third from the top. Yeah. What? Comes out as a seven, seven. And it's a fucking uncommon. <laughs> I um, I'm looking at double face cards at the moment. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of them that I think are cool, but I'm not sure if I'd even run them. Like, like Extus, uh, or Overlord. <laughs> it's uh, one colorless, one white, two black. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, return target non-legendary creature from the graveyard to your hands. That's pretty okay. Um, and then its flip card uh, is Awaken the Blood Altar. Uh, six colorless, one black, one red. As an additional cost to cast this spell, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This spell costs two less to cast for each creature sacrificed this way. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. Create a 3-6 red-black avatar creature token with haste, and whenever this creature attacks, it deals 3 damage to each opponent. It's pretty good. But there's one card that I really want to try to run, but I'm not sure if it'll work. It's uh, Najizzy. Discard a card. Return Oracle of Ark. Jesus. Return this card to its owner's hand. That is Megacraft. 
Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card, you may cast it by paying one rather than its mana cost. Think about uh, the ultimatums for one mana. Uh, if it's a land card, put it onto the battlefields. And then its flip card is real nice. Um, you may put any number of land cards from your hand to the battlefield. That's the peri that's period, so they're not coming in tapped. If you control eight or more lands, you may discard a card. If you do, return Journey of the Oracle to its owner's hand. So if you have eight, you can already just cast it. It is very slow, but it is extremely, extremely convenient. When used right, I guess. That was a lot of words. Yeah. I'm out of breath. Have you looked at white? No. They have a two-drop, tap up to two target creatures and learn... There's a three drop exile target tapped creature. Mm. Um, there is a three drop you and a target opponent each draw three cards. There is a four drop choose one target creatures you control get a plus one plus one till end of turn, just or destroy target creature uh, with power four greater. There is there's so like white just got stronger like mono white is just. You know what's weird? I haven't really seen much of mono white anyways, so it's, yeah. like, odd. Like, even when you go to, like, the Pro Tour uh, submission for the for the uh, weekend, there is literally no mono white. There's fucking Garuda in this. Garuda. Cycling, and then you have uh, yeah. Temer Luca, which I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's just Luca with a bunch of fucking... It's just more advanced. Like the majority of card the decks that got submitted in the pro in the pro tour or the league weekend was uh fucking adventures. I could just run fucking I could just make a double strike mon Boros deck. Oh god. At least run Mardu. <laughs> Splash a little bit of black in there. There's literally like creatures with double strike in this. There's the Blade Historian, which is a four drop. Attacking creatures you control have double strike. Imagine paying four for Winata, attacking, and then bringing that out. That's what happened to you, isn't it? That's exactly right. I wasn't salty at all. I still won, but was not. I mean, it was pretty cool. I missed seeing Winata on the other side of the board. I mean, it hurt. Because, yeah. dude, it was a turn three win. Like, they laid down a third land, and then somehow... Oh, because I had Gilded Goose. Uh... Got Winata out, and then swung with everything, including the Gilded Goose. So, sh so Winata triggered three times. Looked at the top six, put the double strike one down. Look at the top six again. Got uh, Bastry's Lieutenant, put a counter on something else, and then swung in and twenty damage total. Yeah, just think of what like Mono Red's gonna run do with that. You know, it's not gonna do anything with it. Are you kidding me? A four drop creatures you control have double strike. That it's, is mono red territory. In mono red, I can take care of it. Mono red doesn't scare me anymore. It doesn't scare me. With at all. everything has fucking double strike on it. Okay, dude, it's I already have to deal with that with fucking Ember Cleave. Yeah, Ember Cleave is like a turn five or six, not a turn four. You can do it to turn. Uh, what's what's that thing called again? What's it called? Uh, the uh, double strike. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, Blade historian. Blade historian. All right. Let me let me look at its text. Because it literally says creatures you control have double strike. 
I don't think that's the full text. It's no, it is. It's creatures attacking creatures have double strike or some shit like that. Hold on, let me find it. There's so many cards in the set. There you are. Okay, because the issue is attacking creatures. So. In the event that they lay this down and they start attacking, if I recall, as long as it's off the board, they lose double strike. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's it, Because it's a creature, it's much easier to get rid of than Embercleave. Turn four. It's fine. You have four mana on the field, yeah. right? If you don't counter it, yeah. right? I your options are limited. I wouldn't counter it. I would just fucking. I would just heartless act it. Your options are limited, is what I'm saying. I think the only reason why why I'm debating it is because it's much easier for me to get rid of creatures. But for artifacts, I if like if I think you have an Ember Cleave, I have to counter it because I don't have anything else. At least in the in the uh, in the Sultai deck. That's I also have... why I fucking bait people. I love baiting people. Yeah, that's the that's that's how you get control yes. players. The only thing that I can do to take care of Embercleave is getting the the Kraken Saga down or the Leviathan th Saga, and then just taking control of the Embercleave, and then just putting it on my shit. Imagine an eight eight with double strike trample, or sorry, a nine nine. I don't want to face Mono Red again, and I miss him. I should call him. I mean, it is. If I don't have an answer for it, yes, I. It's going to be a problem. But it's the same concept of like, as if if no one has an answer for emergent ultimatum, then I'm about to win the game. You know, especially if I draw a fuckload of cards with what's his bucket, the the revolution or some shit like that, and then I take an extra turn and then I just play another one. It's like, like obviously, if I'm tapped out and they lay that down, like I'm probably fucked. Because this is also outside of Shadow's verdict. Yeah. So I have to either. Extinction event, heartless act. I think that's it. I think that's the only cards in my deck that can take care of it. I believe there might be a couple other things. Like if it's on the board already, yeah. Because it's outside of um, eliminate. Oh, uh, binding of the old gods, sure, but still. And then even in sideboard, I don't think I have anything for it. I mean, more extinction events. Yeah, I mean. I do. I have answers. Yes, but if I don't have those answers when the fucker's released, I mean it's the same with Winata. If Winata gets into combat, goes into combat, I'm probably going to lose because sure. Winata is so good. Oh, I'm so excited to find a new meta. I'm excited for this deck or for this for this set. I just don't know where it's going to go, and it's kind of exciting. Yeah, this set is all over the place. Because. Like we we kind of knew where the meta was relatively going with Zendikar. Yeah, like, like we, we saw all Amoth like, and we're like, okay. <laughs> we saw all the rogues, you know. But this is gonna be. Oh, what about colorless? What do we got in here? Trash, trash. I'm uh, cost five. Exile target non-land creature. Its controller draws a card. That's okay. Never mind. That's trash. <laughs> Favorite card uh, of this set? Go. Uh, so far, just by overlooking, just like kind of looking at it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I would have to say it's either Professor Onyx or the, uh, which we haven't talked about, I guess, uh, or the, that Titan boy, which because I think he's really cool, mm-hmm. or Luca, but that's a different, because there's a new Luca. Is there a new Luca? Yes. His, it's a flip card. It's a white, it's a Boros, it's a white wolf, um, and he flips over into Luca. The shit, like the planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Look at planeswalker. Here, so he is not a planeswalker. I think he's just a creature this time. I'm not super sure. Let me see if I can find him. Look off. <laughs> Sorry. So let's talk about let's talk about oh Onyx oh oh baby doll in the skies. What? Where's you at? Where's you at? Oh girl, how you doing? So it's it's Professor Onyx. Two colorless, two black. Four colorless, two black. <laughs> Has Mega Craft. Whenever you cast a, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, uh, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Already good. I love me some Planeswalkers with passives. Yeah. It's the best. We got that with War of the Spark. Now we get it here. I mean, granted, Teferi fucking can eat my ass. Her plus one is you lose one life. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them in your hand and the rest in your graveyard. This is really good for, you know, like we're not, I can see Sultai doing reanimation, but not necessarily the reanimation that we're familiar with. Like the exchanging of your li- of your hand and graveyard. I can see that. Is it hand or library? You know what I'm talking about? The one that's like three black, three green, one colorless. It's, you exchange your hand and the your graveyard. graveyard. That's yeah. fucking badass. <laughs> um, minus three. Each opponent sacrifices a creature with the greatest converted mana cost that player controls. Love that. That's the same. It's like Shatter. Not Shatter Dive. That's fucking... Uh, uh, ooh, I didn't mean to snap in it. The, the three drop black card that's instant speed. And it's just the highest converted mana cost. Sac- you know, each... Anyways. <laughs> I don't have Arena. Oh, I do have Arena. Pull up. It's going to bug me. Also, this coffee's smacking me in the face. Oh, Soul Shatter. Two colorless, one black. Each opponent... I didn't know it was each opponent. Each opponent sacrifices a creature or Planeswalker with the highest converted mana cost among creatures and Planeswalkers they control. The last one is so cool, and I... Oh, I want to run her so bad. Each opponent may discard a card. If they don't, they lose three life. Repeat this process six more times. So seven times total. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Fuck. It's 21 life. <laughs> it's so good. It is very good. Um, especially like late game when you you definitely don't have six cards. Um, yeah. You know, or seven cards. Um, but Luca is a Planeswalker. So his base card, the base, I don't... With these flip cards, I don't know. Because What's like back in the day, it's Mila, M-I-L-A, Crafty Companion. Um, so back in the day when the last Indistrad set, Eldrick Moon, you had oh. flip cards, but they would transform, right? There was like a trigger to it. Mm-hmm. And these cards don't do that. And no. it's, a, it's a little upsetting because at least those cards, it felt earned like... Um, my sweet baby Avison, right? Yeah. I love Avison's flip, right? It's whenever a human dies, she yeah. can transform, and she you you literally like 
when she transforms, it literally kills everything on the board but her. And then you just well, Eldritch just Moon go had the them. had the flip card that like was one you could yeah. combine the two. That shit was so. I mean, it was cool, but it was kind of dumb. No, it like I, Magic has tried a lot of things, and they obviously like came to the decision that doesn't work. You know, which is good because it was dumb, but it's just like, or when they did like the commander sets, like the commander decks and you had the giant commander card. Yeah. Who the fuck's idea was that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I always thought that was funny. I think they still do that, but I'm not sure. It's also funny because the last time uh, when uh, our buddy Evan and I, we went, we went to the card shop over here because he wanted to buy some magic cards. I, um, I was like, hey, where are all your, like, just standard decks at, right? Like mm-hmm. the... Um, like the Challenger decks? No, not the Challenger decks. Just, like, like s- I forgot. The Planeswalker decks type stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Precon decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and they were like, he was like, um, there's only these three. And I was like, what the fuck? And so at some point in between, you know, when I was playing Magic in 2012 until now... Wizards was like, fuck precon decks. Like, you know, we're not going to, it's only going to be their planes, planeswalker precon decks now. It's like their decks built around all the planeswalkers. Yeah. Um, Cause before it was like, cool. You want to run red? Here's a red precon deck. Cool. You want to run blue? You know, cool. Here's a blue one. And then when Ravnica was, they had all the guild precon decks and it was just like, what the fuck wizards? Like, you know where all of those decks are now? They're all fucking at Target and Walmarts. No, you can't buy it. Like it's like the precon decks are like there's like three in a set now, and it's just Planeswalker based precon decks. It's not. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't have like like they have like the the color specific booster backs now, and I think that's like what the precon decks turned into. But it's just I don't know. It was cool that I like I could just go into like wherever and be like, cool. I just want to buy. You know, uh, fucking a red deck today, and I could. <laughs> you know, it's uh, magic has taken many forms over the years, um, and paper, and obviously now in arena, because arena you can't even buy decks. They give you like a handful of decks when you start, and then you just get cards as you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm even looking at like precon stuff, and it's just pre-release stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not gonna. They're not gonna have one. I mean, no, which is just like pro, and it's it's really annoying, especially on arena. They should sell, you know, ooh, hot take. They should sell <laughs> precon decks in arena for each set. Yeah, Instead where it's of, just like, hey, you get these cards, right? You get this planeswalker, you get these cards, and you get like three booster packs, like a normal precon deck was back in the day. I mean, you can you know? do it. When we bought those precon decks back in the day, like there was a code for it. Like in the in yeah, the I know deck. there is, but it's just like they should sell them in arena to where I don't have to go and buy the paper copy of it, and then just have them sit in a box because we don't play paper magic anymore. You know? No, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, hell, if y'all, if Evan needs cards, fucking, I have fucking what twenty thousand cards burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, I know. Like by all means, I want to sell them. Like, just bulk, because I'm like, I'm never going to use these. I already found all the valuables. Like, I have no use for them anymore, and they're just taking up space. Yeah, and it's it's annoying because, so there's a really interesting trend. We're going to kind of, we're, we're, 
you know, we're uh, sidetracking a bit here, but um, there's this really interesting trend. Pokemon and baseball cards, right, have skyrocketed in price. Yeah. Target, literally, you can only buy them on Fridays. Really? Yes. You Wait, can, I heard about this, right? Yeah, you can only buy those cards on Friday. Walmart doesn't give a shit. They'll just go to stock. But um, Magic, it doesn't matter, right? Because there are no... I'm going to sound like Alpha Investments. I love that guy. There is no value in Magic paper cards anymore. Well... It doesn't matter, you know, like compared to like, you know, the 90s and even early 2000s Magic cards, right? Well, yeah. It's just like... And you can sit on a booster box, right? Because I was thinking about doing that. I mean, just buy a booster box, don't open them, and just sit on them. Because they'll eventually, like, gain inflation. But it's just, like, Pokemon cards coming out of this set right now, right, are going for hundreds of dollars. The most recent set. The most expensive card in Strixhaven, I'm sure, is an even over $50. That's a big-ass bingo, dog. Yeah. I was looking up the price. Yeah, you know, and it's just, like... um. You know, like there's you, just, you, like, you know, baseball cards are the same way. Baseball cards are exploding, too. I'm not sure. I haven't been following baseball as much as Pokemon, but it's just, like, you know, people want to go out and get a PSA grade of 10 Pokemon card, right? You know, and nobody does that with Magic. There's no point. There's no point. Nobody cares. There's no value in it. I mean, sure, um, like, if you go to, like, alpha stuff, but that's, like, absurd to that. You're, yeah. like, you're gambling a fuckload of money. Yeah, you know, and it's, like... um and it's because Wizards decided, I think, uh, right around Return to Ravnica era, which right, right, right when I started playing, was they were like, hey, you want a Mythic Rare? Everybody gets a Mythic Rare, right? You know, yeah. Mythic started getting pumped out. Planeswalkers started getting pumped out. And then right around, you know, uh, what is that set called? Um, the Egyptian set. Um, oh, fucking. Uh, I don't even remember. They were like, cool everybody gets cool looking cards and then thrones happened and then they were like every single human being on this planet can get a cool card right and instead of like you know you know there may be there's like a you know 0.2% chance of getting like a certain card right a certain variant of a card they're just in fucking everything so there's no value in it, right? If Wizards was like, hey, do you want, you know, these really cool Strixhaven, you know, magic scroll cards, you know, cool, they're there, but there's, you know, a barely any chance that you can get it, right? Yeah. That card would skyrocket in value, right? But 100%. Wizards doesn't give a shit because they want the catering to their... They're catering to an audience that I don't see uh, necessarily and I don't really follow because I don't really follow that scene that much. Yeah. I've just like the, mm, I want this car. I'm not going to pay $20 or whatever for a card where it's just like, but yo, Pokemon, like look at literally every other card game on the planet, you know? And also, they kind of fucked their auction stuff, too. I mean, yeah, granted, it's third party, but, good. yeah, they keep reprinting shit over and over again. And it's like, sure, you guys aren't making money. You're making a lot more money in Arena, but it's also like, 
I don't know. Their, their business plan is apparently working, but it's putting a bunch like I mean, eventually we might see like no magic cards in shops, in local shops at yeah, least. Yeah, and guess what's going like Arena and because of that, I could see Arena petering out as well because what's going to happen is another card game is going to take its place. Yeah. You know, and and Magic is a great card game, right? It's core the like core of the game is awesome. Like without the crazy, you know, learn abilities or adventures or anything like that. There's a, it's a the core of the game is really good. You know, and obviously they have to evolve and you know, make new concepts and things, right, to keep people coming back. Yeah. Um but it's just like at some point, you know, if Wizards keeps going the way they are and purposely dumping all of, you know, second printings onto Amazon and, you know, not into card shops, card shops will just not sell magic anymore and they will yeah. sell other card games and those card games will pick up popularity and eventually overtake magic, you know, and it's just, um, for now their marketing scheme is working, but you know, for, you know, how long, you know, and we will always be the magic of coffee, but, uh, we may not always play magic. <laughs> Welcome to the Hearthstone of Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I won't play Hearthstone. I will not play Hearthstone or either. Or Gwent, but... Oh, fuck Gwent. Jesus Christ. Dude, people that are like, yeah, I've been playing Gwent. I'm like, oh, it's because you're not good at magic? Oh, I get it. Yeah, I know. But uh, I'm a little dry on the cough. You want to you wanna, you wanna get to the coffee section? Yeah, we could take a break. I wasn't trying to... We're recording this late. Um, you don't have to. I'm going to drink another. No, no, no. no it's fine. I'll... I'll, I'll Make a half a pot and top mine off, but it's just like, sure. um, yeah, this is, it's not strong coffee, but it's, it's hefty. I'm like really in the weird, I had a, a an adult beverage drink before this because I, I literally like forgot. I was like, yeah, we'll record tonight. And then was just like, I got home and I was like, I want food and a drink. Yeah, I was uh, wondering. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to wait for him to... Because you saw me setting up, so I'm assuming you knew. And I just then, thought you were like going to record. I don't know. I was just... Today threw me off because I usually don't work on Thursdays, and then I had to today. Yeah. And then it just... The end of the day routine kicked in, and I was just like, oh. But uh, yeah, we'll get to the coffee segment. Um, it is number 10 of the season and uh, we'll talk about it right when we get back theme song go go. and we are back welcome back <laughs> all right so uh usually with season finales we like to go out with a bang do something cool um <laughs> but because we're re- recording this one so late uh i made the executive decision not to drink some of the we have a lot of like air quote the strongest coffees on the planet yeah, we are gonna do a video at some point we'll probably record it next thursday after the season opener uh where we're gonna try all of the world's air quote world's strongest coffees um and the one we are gonna try today was gonna be it's lab tested to be the world's strongest coffee 
Mm. Um, and then I was like, I can't fucking drink that at you know, eight o'clock at night. So uh, I bought this one to be our season four opener, uh, but we're trying it now, uh, which is fine. It's player one coffee, which we tried before. We tried the um, insomniac. I forgot what it's called, but we, we tried one of their stronger blends last time. Um, and this time. That was in season one, I believe. Um, play, fuck, what was it called? Yeah, it had the skull. Um, 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 and uh, it was one of my favorite coffees. It's like Insomniac or something. Like I that. think it's Insomniac. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize Player One did that. Yeah, they have a bunch of really cool coffees, um, which I'll want to. I I kind of want to start trying more of them. Yeah. And Bones as well. Um. I want to start trying some of their flavored stuff, which we might get into next season. I have a theme that I kind of wanted. I wanted to go for, um, <laughs> but I'm not sure yet. Uh, Good talk. But because I think theming, because we were going to do different types of cof- ways we made coffee, but um, that got too aggravating. It's so I, I, and there's I not was, that many ways to make coffee. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, like one, like. But eh. it was also like you know in season one when we were doing twenty episodes a season. So. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what do we do now? Get a fucking espresso machine? I wouldn't yeah. mind one, but it's like. There's some cool ones. There's like a beaker type setup that I uses saw that like one. a vacuum seal thing, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's some cool ones, but uh, we're gonna do themes. I think going forward. Um, because our palettes have changed quite a bit and then, so we'll do a theme for next season and then for season five as well. Yeah. And then I have an idea for the season five finale, which we'll talk about. Oh, but, um, anywho this week it's player one's coffee. God's gift It is a medium roast. And the text on it is a boldly balanced Guatemalan brew bestowed upon humans from the heavens with a buttery texture and a chocolate nuance. Way to be humble. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, It's region, as I can't say these words because they're very Spanish, but it is, I'm not even going to try it. They're from Guatemala. (laughs) It is uh, processing type, wet processing, fully washed. The cupping notes are a vanilla aroma, a silky body, citrus, citric acidity, notes of cinnamon, chocolate, and sugarcane sweetness. Mm. Um, I can definitely get the chocolate body. I don't get the cinnamon. I can uh, kind that of buttery texture is definitely there. I can't exactly. I can try to kind of taste the cinnamon, but it's yeah. really not there. It's it. If it is, it's an undertone. I think um, what would be cool, um, and this is just off the top of my head, because I'm doing this. So I work at a liquor store now, and uh, I'm wanting to get into mixology more, which yep. is learning how to taste notes and things like that. So I think it'd be cool if we like found some like online resources of like coffee tasting and like how to taste notes and coffee and things like that. Yeah. I mean, realistically we should have done that season one, but well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, you know, we're evolving and I, I would, I 100% agree and believe that our palates have changed. Oh know, yeah. If for better or worse, 
We are Mine's much, worse. I'm, I'm getting into dark. The yeah, dark, dark roasts. We are, um, which I was never a fan of dark roasts. Um, Same. <laughs> so, and I don't, I didn't mind the San Francisco blend. Uh, that one was pretty good. The Green Mountain that we tried last time. Oh, that one was. Yeah, which is still on the desk is, uh, holy crap. That one, that one hurt. Uh, I want to try a Sumatra blend. So I'll just get it out of the way. Next season is going to be dark roast themed coffees. Um, outside of the inside, uh, outside of what we're going to try next week or for the season premiere, maybe I may just skip it and we may just do that all in a video. But, um, yeah, it's going to be deep dark roast themed coffees. Mm. And, um, we're going to kind of go through the scale of dark roast. So we'll probably try another French roast and then yeah. like a Sumatra blend, which is like, you have that real earthy kind of dirt taste to it. And just kind of go that route. I'm not exactly sure if uh, I like that, but you know, it's it's an experience. Like, it's, I'm I'm not gonna hate it. Yeah, you know? I just think it's it's a good way to structure the coffee portion of the seasons um, instead of just being like, you know, there's been many times where it's just I've just been like, cool, I gotta buy something off Amazon real quick. You know, I've just been like, click. Yeah. You know, and that's how like the silencer coffee came about. Which the, the silencer coffee was sick. Yeah. I loved um, it. I mean, it was, it's definitely the true meaning of a light roast. Yeah. And now that we don't have that coffee subscription anymore, which I might start back up, uh, but I don't think so, is having a structure to the seasons will help because like for season five, like the rough ideas to do flavored coffees, um, to get into that ballpark, not to do limeade again, Jesus Christ. But, I mean, we could also, uh, ins and not even like with the roasts, but, we could do, you know, I mean, f trying to find more dry um, processing. Yeah, because that's going to happen, uh, which that might be our season one opener. Because I'm not sure if that's a light or a medium blend, but we do have a dry mm, roasted it's, coffee. It's a medium. That we will try. Alex got for us, um, It's uh, which happens once in a blue moon. But. What's, uh, I don't really like that beer. Um... We'll we'll promote that later. It's yeah. it's actually like I found that they're from Plano. Yeah. I found them and I really love they're by the summit climbing gym in Plano. Uh, and Rowan and I went and kind of hung out and then I was like, this is dry. I got a so I just bought it because I was like, I need to buy this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So because um, I kind of head the coffee segment up is that's the future of it going forward is uh, we're going to start taking it a little more seriously. And uh, have themes Speak for, yourself. for the season. And uh, well, just like with like negate, you know, <laughs> yeah, with like because no, I agree. Season one was just like mm, coffee. And then, you know, we've slowly been like getting, I, you know. Yeah. And I also feel like I need to make up for lost time because I mean, too, I'm glad that I took a little bit of time off, but I really wish I would have done it after the season finale. But your boy, yeah, no, <laughs> just into an abyss of just. I was like, I need to drink, smoke cigarettes, and fucking die. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, we all get like that, but um, yeah, so it's all good. And um, in the neighborhood, there's some uh, for the coffee stuff. There's some other things I want to. We're we're gonna try and expand on. It's an oh, airplane. It's a plane. You think it was a fucking mortar round? Because that's what? what mortar rounds sound like, legitimately. Yeah. It's just it gets louder because it's getting closer. But uh, not that I, you know. 
whatever. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it off off uh, off podcast. But yeah, the coffee segment is going to expand. I like this coffee a lot. Um, I mean, I like this. They're my top five favorite company. Yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, they might. I mean, I don't know, man. Deathwish is is really good. I would say, like as a this comp- one is yeah. so smooth too. I would say it's Deathwish. Probably King's Coast and then Player One. Because King's, um, Coast, King's huh? Coast, man, season one was just like whoops, all bangers outside of the Limeade. Uh, <laughs> was Limeade in season one? I think it was. It was like at the tail end of season one or like season two, maybe. Dude, also, uh, what is it? What was the, what's that coffee place called? Something Mill or Windmill Coffee Company or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that place. Um, yeah. You make terrible coffee and you gave a bunch of people COVID because you're anti-vaxxers. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I there really isn't a list for this season for me, but I would say it's in my top three for this season. This season was weird with the coffees because it was the tail end of the subscription and um, just trying random stuff out. Fucking looked at a light. Are you seeing colors? Yeah, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> um, we tried some of the Jittery Joe stuff. Yeah, it was a weird season for coffee, but I think structuring it will help keep yeah uh, list tighter, you know, and yeah, easier to rank. Yeah. Um, you know, and it'll it'll that, you know you you make a good point there because it is hard to rank <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit. This is what's bothering the fuck out of me. Hold on. Is it Can like you move the Jerry Joe's espresso? It's giving me a headache. Thanks. Um, That's I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was st- like season one was different because we were new to the the, the coffee stuff, yeah. and um, we like, we were educated in the coffee, but we weren't yeah. like what we are now, yeah. which are just assholes, <laughs> pretentious. Um, but it is difficult, even though we've tried so many coffee, it is uh, coffees. It's so difficult to rank them because we were doing medium roasts, then dark roasts, then light roasts. I think what your, your idea is, is actually like going to make things go much better Yeah. as far as like, you know, light roasts, then medium roasts, then dark roasts. I mean, if we needed to, we could just hold off and do only dark roasts next season and then do the mediums because... I was as far as like, um, I should be going as soon as I deal with the crap. I'm going to Colorado, and that over there I will be getting a medium from a medium roast from this local company. Yeah, and then in Oklahoma, my mother is like, "Do you want to try this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." It's like oak notes. It's weird, yeah. but it's a medium. You know. Yeah, like and I can contribute. I, yeah. <laughs> It's. I think it'll help, and we may try coffees we've tried before, like we've tried already again, because they'll fit into those like into the themes. Um, you know, not necessarily not, not shouting like you know shouting out Valhalla Java or anything, but it's just if we feel like we want to try it again and like help, you know, narrow like the actual rankings of it yeah. based on like other roast or flavor type stuff, then yeah. I think also another thing is we we should probably when we do compare all like five or four or five of them that like the strongest coffees we'll definitely need to do it in the morning. 
so that we don't stay up for yeah days. well and it's it's like we're not gonna have whole cups like i have a plan on how to i have to i'm gonna get more decanters and we're gonna try them that way decanters like the little whiskey decanter I have over there where you just like oh, sample right, right, it. Right. Yeah. Like, or like maybe like little espresso cups or something like that. Um, just to, mm. we're going to be tasting. We're not going to be drinking entire cups of coffee. We're over here just chugging yeah, to I a know. fucking beer bong. Because uh, there will be have. five of them in total. I have to get more Death Wish and then I love grab how, the Biohazard tomorrow. But I love how like when we had Valhalla Java, we put espressos in it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was a really good call you made back in season three. To or, stop doing that? To stop doing that. Yeah, because one, because we're going to start having heart problems. But two, yeah. I couldn't taste the notes. Yeah. The espresso is very uh, potent in that it, regard. It's good if you need to wake the fuck up, but at the same time, it's like, you know. But um, as the engineer of the podcast, we're running on almost an hour 20. Yeah, uh, it's nine o'clock. So uh, I know the coffee <laughs> the coffee segment took up the whole tail end of this. We we definitely we do this a lot where we at, where we have meetings on the fucking podcast. Yeah, I know. Well, it was just I think the viewers should know because it is important, the listeners and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, where we're going with it because I feel because there's some stuff that I want to do because we'll start filming again in season four, is um or season five. Fuck, I don't even know anymore. I think this is season four. Is it? Hold on. Let me find out. Let me find out. Because we picked up... Do you, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, because we just did record. season three. Do you not label them season episodes? I do, but they're not in front of me. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Oh, yeah, this is season three. Season three, yeah. So in season... We'll start recording again in season four, and then... um. Yeah, because it'll be episode 50, which will be interesting. Um, and then... You know, 50 more episodes. You know what we're doing, right? Oh, yeah. We got to keep that on the DL. Yeah, I almost said it. Uh, if you isolate that noise I made, you'll probably figure it out. I think we may have talked about it, whatever. No, for sure. But, I mean, I'm assuming people forget as much as we do. Yeah, I know. And you're not going to go back and listen to 30 or 40 episodes at this point. If you do, uh, I'd really appreciate it. Also, you can go to our Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, oh, yeah, we have a Patreon. Yeah. As we're wrapping things down, um, we have a Patreon. We're going to start filming again to help with the Patreon, and we will start doing active Let's Plays, even though I am extremely against what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I know. The, especially when you, I know the people that watch you play don't give a fuck. In fact, I think they encourage it. Yes. Because you get so scared, do. so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, you fucking, yeah. I'm not good with suspense. Um, I'm not scary good. Scary is fine. Suspense is not. Suspense isn't that bad for me. It is, it is, it is stressful. But, like, did you ever play Outlast? That fucking sucked. I love I mean, that it, game. It's a, I yeah. love the game as well. It fucking was brutal to get through. But it's through. just like Phasmophobia is on a whole different scale. It's a um, different theme. Yeah, but Outlast is awesome. And then, yeah, we're going to start doing Let's Plays together. If it's Destiny, because we're still actively playing that, or if it's whatever, um, we're not going to go the Fortnite route, and we'll, we won't go the Minecraft route either. 
I mean, I yeah, that's something that I want to do casually. Yeah, I want to keep my casual games casual usually. I do so. want at some point in time because it is cheaper. I do want you to get the forest. That is one of my favorite. No, games. No, yeah, I plan on doing if we can, we can do it once a week, so we can get mm-hmm. our third person, and then um, and make him agree to it, and then um, we should. Um, I don't know if he knows what Outlast is. We should tell him it's just like a. Well, it's only a one-person game. So. Yeah, but we should still tell him to play it and yeah. like, like live stream it. Because we can do Phasmophobia, the three of us. And we can do the forest. Yeah, and there's like other games that we can do. Because I want to do, do the forest, leading into the forest too, and yeah. like start and record that when it comes out. So we're on that hype train, you know. Because it's all about the hype train. But, um, yeah, so... Clickbait. Yeah, wrapping this down as we're having a legitimate meeting. Yeah, now. fuck. Uh, <laughs> we always do that. Yeah, I know. It's, we're at, a hun- we're at a, almost at 122. We're at an hour and 22. Yeah. Um, so what are the biggest staples of, the, of today's episode? Uh, we were gone, but we're back. Yeah, sorry about that. Strixhaven is going to be a good set. I Arena sure fucking hope so. fucking stupid. I have a feeling this set is going to have some bannings or it's going to make Thrones get banned. Not not all of Thrones, but certain cards in Thrones. Because Thrones is a great set. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Arena is broken and stupid and Wizards is never going to fix it. Yeah. Um, Coffee is going to be bigger and better than ever. Be excited for season four. Because I also want to try and do the thing that I was going to try to do for this season. But we only have like a week to do it, so that oh, might the, be like an intro? episode fifty thing. That that intro, yeah, we can do it. But you and I have to sit down, clean the apartment, and then re- actually sit down and do it. Yeah, we have there, to. We, we wake up in the morning. That might be like an episode fifty thing. But. That's gonna be like we have to do that. Like we have to clock in an eight hour day, and yeah. then just like get up, start, finish, and then we both sit down and just edit it. Yeah, that's the biggest obstacle. If we can just start, boom, it'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, there's some really cool stuff. I always say this at the end of every season. There's a lot of really cool stuff being planned. Um, I have some stuff in the works. I know you have some stuff in the works yeah. that you're like planning. Um, it's just it, we always it's like same thing with Road to Mythic. We've put out a few episodes. And then time constraints happen, and then we realize we can't juggle everything. Yeah. And then something has to give, and it's usually that. But I mean, what I've decided, uh, especially, well, I'll talk about it because I, I actually want to have a meeting here in a minute. But we'll, we'll wrap this up because we're going on an hour and a half. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. And <laughs> it's there, but I don't. I'm the one in charge of it. I am uh, in charge of the Instagram. Follow yeah. the Instagram and Facebook. And um, we're on. If you're listening, you're obviously listening to us. Uh, follow us on YouTube. We have Let's Plays of Arena up. We have videos. We did a snack video earlier this year. There'll be more stuff coming up very soon. We have. We will. Next season, we're committing to it now. I'm. Speaking it into existence, Drunk Arena is coming. I agree. So, um, which is still our highest performance video. Uh, and uh, like a bunch of, like the 315, like everyone 
they no one in there knows how to play magic and they've all watched it yeah they yeah. like watching it uh drunk magic is coming back uh youtube will start picking up again because we'll start video recording again um and yeah so that's all i got uh patreon.com slash the magic of coffee um yeah we would extremely like the support because the more support that we have the less time we need to commit to other jobs so we can actually give good content and that's the only time constraints are like you know all of that shit so if you go to that it'd be much appreciated for more information you can email us at themagiccoffee at gmail.com or you can just dm the instagram because i'll be on it regardless but that's all i got all right well enjoy your morning